One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas the podcast. I'm Zoe and I'm Georgia and we're here talking all things parenthood. You know, the real conversations, tips and tricks, products we love and brands we can't live without. Let's get into it. Good morning. Are you okay? I'm okay. I'm alive. I'm con- I'm in contact with the outside world. For, for for you guys listening, Georgia and I always check in with each other at least probably five, six, up to maybe ten times a day. And I yeah. have not heard from Georgia <laughs> since last Wednesday because obviously <laughs> you moved. So I was slightly concerned that you had been trapped in a box and were well, never I was going still to in be the allowed back out. Of the removal the van, van, yeah, yeah. No, we've moved. It's all great. I mean, it's not. It you know, it's it's chaos like it really fully is chaos <laughs> but we have basically we've got no wi-fi at home at all of course. um i know and i don't know what it is we're obviously in a signal black hole so i can't even get one of those like dongles you know like the plug-in ones so essentially i on fr- was it friday night thursday night when we just moved i had to drive five minutes down the road to order a delivery hold on a minute you can't use your phone as in there's no. no 5G. No, there's no signal. What are you going to do? Well, so we've been talking to various Wi-Fi and whatever suppliers and there is something they can come and install and they are going to come and install it. But we spoke to our neighbours as well and they said, oh, like, good luck. Like, it's, you know, it takes a while. <gasps> um, and I was like, oh, God. So I'm literally, you know, just cut off. The, do you know what? I, I, And I think you're putting on a very brave face as only Georgia would be able to do at the moment. But if I had moved somewhere and I wasn't able to use my telephone, <laughs> that would be a bit of an issue. It's no, going to be okay you know though, what? right? Our neighbours knocked on Saturday night and they bought a bottle of wine, which was very nice. But they also brought their Wi-Fi code. Oh, which what is legends. basically the new equivalent of baking a cake for your neighbour, isn't it? Like, here's... Here's our Wi-Fi code if you need it. And so we can, in certain parts of the house now, like <laughs> sit in the downstairs loo against the you know, <laughs> closest to them. And, um, and we can get a bit of signal. So it is, yeah. It's not How as nice bad of them now. to come around and do that. I that's so know. lovely. No, I feel, like, is, I feel like that's a post-COVID thing because I think before, you know, before all that happened, people kind of kept themselves to themselves a little bit more. And then obviously yeah. during COVID, we were absolutely at home alone. And since we've been able to be out and about and meeting people again and kind of reconnecting I feel there's a lot more of that around I'm hearing good stories I was gonna say I think people are kinder yes I I do I and I think people think about others more um and stuff like that so yeah I'm really grateful and what how are the kids oh I was actually gonna get onto this um you know they're so excited like they are beyond excited and Uh, and actually, James and I looked at each other last night and I was like, oh my God, you look knackered. And he was like, you look knackered. 
because basically... <laughs> but who's I more fucking tired? I know, who's Let's more tired? have a competition. I didn't... I don't think we've had like a full night's sleep for like three weeks maybe. Yeah. Just because of the excitement of like the moving. We moved Gigi into Axel's room in the old house so that we could load her room up with boxes. They haven't slept properly. Then we've had like... I mean, it. it you forget actually that kids don't just, you know they don't just arrive at a new location and snap straight into a new routine they like you they yeah. just don't and I think stupidly mm. I did expect them to and um so yeah we've had uh, like musical beds like uh, I think I've slept in every bed now in the house <laughs> great testing them out because testing the rooms had, out. any ghosts I've, in this room no no ghosts great and, and I've slept on every mattress because it's not really beds yet oh, George. Um, because we've just played basically musical beds it's like oh I wonder who I'm going to wake up next to I'm not sure <laughs> in all single days that would be a good night out <laughs> yeah, wouldn't it that would be great but yeah, yeah no not so fun when you wake up on a single mattress in the attic like I did this morning with Gigi and I thought oh fuck Oh, George. I know. Well done. But well it, done. No, do you know what? I'm really like, it, it's exciting. It's really, really exciting. You posted that photograph last night and I actually felt really nostalgic. I wanted to give you a call actually just to make sure that, you, you know, everything was okay. Because there was that the photograph of the kids, for those of you who didn't see it, just sitting on the floor. There were boxes everywhere. They were <laughs> yeah. just, they, but it, what I thought was so lovely was that they had each other. You know, they were sitting next to each other. You know, there was, there's obviously a bit of camaraderie going on between the, the two siblings. So that's really yeah. nice. And also they can get excited together. This, you've done the worst bit now and yes, listen, no, I listening know. if you've moved recently it is so stressful it is stressful it's really stressful but do you know what's nice like where they haven't had their toys or their iPads or I mean we managed to get the TV working on Saturday they've been playing like silly games like the, there's been plastic all over the carpet right and I didn't realise that they've, they've kind of been messing about in the lounge because there's no furniture in there yet and um, they'd been t- like tying like I don't know, a bit of plastic around one of their legs, right? Right. And then pouring water on the plastic, pulling their pants their their pants down, so their bare bum. <laughs> Fuck you going and with this. Pulling each other along on the plastic. What so bum like, bum to plastic? Almost like an indoor slip and slide. Oh my god, this is genius. I know. So pants all- down plastic <laughs> bum run. Like, this oh is amazing. God, this could be a new don't. game that we could sell. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I recommend it. Um, but yeah, just stuff like that has been like funny. But also like I went in there and I was like, oh my God, is there a leak? Why is the yeah. floor soaking wet? What's oh been going on? Oh my God. Um, I know. Yeah. So yeah, it has. It's been good. It has been good. But how are it's you? It's been anyway? good, but it's been adventurous. Yeah. But before we get into the podcast today, we about, I think it was a couple of months ago now, Georgia and I did a, a kind of solo catch up episode just about checking in with one another checking in with you guys, finding out how we're all doing, sharing stuff that's going on with our lives. And you guys really enjoyed it. So we thought we would do another one today because, yeah. you know, obviously George has moved. There's been some big things happening in my life. You know, we thought, yeah, today we just have a general catch up. Exactly. And then also when we do interview people, it doesn't pick up like the beginning isn't like a, a big, long, lengthy episode of just the two of us before we get into the chat. So yeah. we think we'll have these catch ups you know, every four weeks, six weeks, something like that. Yeah. Um, because we find them as useful and hopefully as you do. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Life's good this end, George. Um, yeah. I don't really know what to tell you apart from the fact that it was, it was a bit of a tough week last week. I think I'll be mm-hmm. really honest. I think I wrote it on my, 
my own like social media just about you know crying in front of the kids I think yes it, it actually stirred up quite a lot of conversation and quite some interesting debate about um, and obviously we talk about it on this podcast about how much you should show your children in yeah. terms of your emotional um, well-being you know is it ever okay to really dissolve in front of them and let them take care of you which happened to me last Monday and mm-hmm. uh, you know we we I, I'm not sure because obviously you were moving and, and, and busy and stuff like w- whether we had a debrief on it but what came back was that everybody felt the same way that it's okay and actually it's important to be able to cry in front of your children yeah so I agree that's been sort of ricketing around in my head quite a lot the last week about mm. how much are they actually absorbing of what we're going through day to day I know and I think we do try and hide things from them but actually I wonder if that creates more un- like makes them feel more unsettled because they don't understand what's going you know what's going on whereas I think if we show them the emotions and we show them how we then come out of those emotions and solve it then surely that is better because mm. then they see the you know they see the full cycle and they see that if they have those feelings that they're normal a hundred percent. And especially if you've got a child who's an empath like Luna, Luna mm. takes one look at me and already at the age of seven, she goes, are you okay, mummy? Yeah. And I go, if I go, oh yeah, no, mummy's fine. And I sort of do this really high pitched sort of squeaking voice where I'm not, you know, I'm not going to sit down with Luna and tell her, well, actually they run out of my HRT, my hormones around the bend. Yeah. You, 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 your dad's being a complete dick. He's really pissing me off, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, I've got feelings around, like, I'm not going to go into all of that. But if I say to her, do you know what, Luna, I'm actually having quite a tricky moment and yeah. she'll be like, oh, mummy, let me give you a cuddle. And actually yeah. she understands it. So yeah. I think potentially the way that it happened last week wasn't how I would want it to go again. As mm. in, I was quite angry before I was sad and, um, I remember, do it like cast your mind back to like the the sort of early stages of, of of parenthood when you know you had two, I had three. They were quite little. It was like really intense time, and I think yeah. I was going through early menopause. You know, the, the 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 highs were high, but the lows were really bad, and there was mm. quite a lot of me kind of yelling and being shouty, mum. And I, I really look back at that time and, and kind of regret a lot of how I handled things that yeah. moment last week reminded me of that really? and so I think I'm carrying a bit of shame around that yeah because I just I don't want firstly I don't like shouting I'm mm. not a shouty person and so I think because and I think everyone listening can relate to this sometimes the anger comes or the rage comes and it's really uncontrollable yeah Where do, you, do sure. you ever have that yeah do you know what it's weird because as you know if you've been listening to the podcast for a while you kind of know I'm quite level like I'd say out of all my friends in fact a lot of them call me like the ice queen because I don't really I don't really I don't know I'm not that emotional I guess so like I'm never really really high and I'm never really really low do you know I mean I'm just sort of somewhere in the middle I you know I get a a little dip or a little high but never like extremes but I would say in the last couple of years and I've definitely told you this that I don't know if it's to do with my hormones or my cycles. I have a couple of days a month where I feel I wake up and I know that it's, I know what it is. I know the feeling and I feel aggy. That's the only way I can describe it. Yeah. And everything that I can normally, you know, all my normal coping mechanisms, like where, you know, if things are getting a bit much, I just walk off or, you know, I just sit down or I breathe or whatever. They don't work. <laughs> And so I definitely on those days get those and it's not nice. It's really not nice. And uh, I've tried actually, you know, we were saying about talking to your kids in like an age appropriate way. 
before we mm. moved um I I was feeling you know feeling a bit like that and I actually just sat with Axel and Gigi and I said to them listen you know the next few weeks the next few days if mummy and daddy are a bit sure or we're a bit you know we're not ourselves then just know we're going you know it's a stressful time there's a lot going on and I'm really sorry and it won't always be like this and I kind of explained it to them up front like this is this is kind of this is kind of what happens sometimes and da 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 and you know, that's I don't know really if it great, helped. George. Who that's knows really if it great. helped? But it I did, does. yeah. But I, I am now like more open with them. If I'm like, oh, do you know what? Mummy's feeling a bit crap today. No, I don't say crap. Actually, I probably do. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mummy's feeling a bit, you know, rubbish, rubbish today, today, and mm. I might be a bit short, and I'm really sorry, and it's not your fault. And I just kind of try and do that now um, because I just think it's normal. Like it's going to happen. Like what else can we do? We have hormones. Like ugh, what? Like how how can you stop we have that feelings happening? we have yeah. emotions it's 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 funny isn't it because you don't want to grow up in a household where it's a stepford wife situation where it's like hello darlings look i've you know i've baked some apple pie and everything's great and then you know you hear your parents sobbing in the bathroom because mm. you know guess what they can't show any emotion yeah, in front exactly. of you um but i do remember growing up in a house where i only saw my dad cry once and i felt like that was normal at the time and you know oh, really? i remember my mum being quite up and down with her hormones you know that I, mm. I definitely remember a time where she did go through the menopause and suddenly there were outbursts of emotion but I think yeah. I was a bit older when that was Same. going on and so so uh, the, the comments on Instagram were really interesting a lot of them I would say 90% of them were wow this could have been my day today thank you so much for being so honest and vulnerable and you know I really do agree with you that it's fine to be able to do it and I do it and so I felt a comfort there was a couple which was really interesting, no, none negative apart from some guy that accused me of um, being like a, a wife, a husband beater, which was weird. What? Oh my God. This guy was like, oh yeah, as someone that's got experience in it, perhaps you should stop abusing your husband. And I was like, snapping at your husband is, is uh, not abusing uh, him. And also it's just, it's just an awful thing to say because there are people out there who are actually experiencing domestic abuse and that's yeah, not exactly. what this was. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's forget about him. Um, but, but there was a couple that said, I do think it's important to remember that your children can't cope with the outbursts like we can. So when they see you falling apart like that, it may potentially leave an impact on them in later life. And that has stayed with me a little. What do you think about that? Everything is going to have <laughs> Can an leave impact an impact. On them. <laughs> oh like God, that's the thing, isn't it? And I think, yes, in an ideal world, we wouldn't have huge blow-ups. Of course, in an ideal world, we wouldn't. But I guess that's life. And Yes, I know that in their, you know, in their world, it feels is so much smaller than ours, I guess. And, you know, we look at things that happen at school and to us, we're like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, it's nothing. But to them, it's everything. And it's, the, you know, it's the same with us. They look at our parents. We are literally, they, they rely solely on us, really, like for mm. everything. Mm. So, yeah, of course, I think if they seem us upset or, you know, they they see us blow up or whatever, it's a much bigger deal to them than it would be mm. to another adult or, you know, someone who's a bit older. But then I just think, how, like, but then that does happen in life. So then what happens if, you know, someone at school does that or, you know, you're out and some, you know, they're in that situation. Like, I do think it's good for them to see that happen and is it not better for them to see their you know their mum do it or dad do it and they realize right okay 
they're not bad people like this does happen like yeah I don't know I don't I re- do you know what I don't know and I think there's arguments for both sides and I think all we can do is like I guess realize that we can't control everything do our best to keep our you know keep our cool as and when we can but and also explaining explaining what happened you know by the time they'd come back from home I was able to say to them you know what I'm really sorry about earlier on I'm sorry if it frightened you I'm sorry if you saw mummy crying and that and that stayed with you today Kit was like oh yeah mummy don't worry and went you know can I go and watch some telly so Mm -hmm. I know that for him you know potentially he's probably not at the age where he wants to or knows how to kind of articulate how that made him feel or he just didn't really feel anything he was like oh that's you know that's what happens in life Luna however was like do you know what mummy I was a bit upset this morning but thank you so much for saying sorry and then we had a cuddle and it was We'll be right back after this short break. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Now, where were we? Now, another thing I wanted to talk about today was how, because it's come up quite a lot in the Q&A podcasts that we do about our anxiety or our fears of things rubbing off on our children. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I wanted to un- understand where you were on it because I have a fear of the dark and I have a, a quite a savage fear and it's getting quite I'm actually going to go and see someone about it and have some hypnotherapy around it. It's about being home alone at night. Mm. And it's got so bad that I, you know, even if the kids are here, I'm like bringing one of them in bed with me, not to keep them safe, for them to keep me safe. So it's got to that point. And then Luna last night was like, mommy, I'm really scared of the dark. And she got really upset. And I thought, oh God, fuck, has that come from me? Even though I think I've been so careful not to say that around her. So is she picking up on that? Like, do you know what? We've had this conversation a lot recently. Two reasons. I'm really, I wouldn't say I'm anxious about being late, but I'm very like, you know, I'm very strict on time. Yeah. Like, I'm like, come on, we've got to go. You know, and James couldn't, literally could not care less. Like he wouldn't care if the kids got to school late or he missed a train or he just doesn't care about that kind of stuff. But I've obviously got this deep rooted thing of like, you have to be on time, you have to be on time, you have to be on time. And Axel is quite anxious about time and he freaks out about things. Like he's like, are we going to be late? And I think James got him to football late once or something and he was getting his boots on and the match was starting and since then it's bad he like freaks out he also freaks out like say I'm opening the boot 
and Gigi comes to come round behind the boot, he will freak out that she's going to get hurt. He is anxious, like very anxious. And we've kind of been talking about, you know, where it's come from. And I'd say like, my dad is very anxious. Okay. And... And I, you know, I am about time and I'm like, that has definitely come from us. Like a hundred percent come from us, but it's difficult, isn't it? Because I guess that it, it's in you and those, you know, like the dark, lots of people are scared of the dark. Lots of people are scared of being home alone. And there is a certain element of danger. Like there is a certain, you know, a little bit of, there is something there. It's not like you can say to them, oh no, there is absolutely nothing to worry about because there kind of is. Do you know what I mean? We have to say that to them. Yeah. We have to say that to them. Like I was like, that. she was like, what about if the baddies come in? And I said, well, there's no baddies here. You know, that, you know, we live in a really safe area. I was like, there's no baddies in this house. This, you know, I, and as I was saying it, I was kind of like, hopefully the baddies won't yeah, come tonight. Like, yeah. Isn't it a mad moment where you're like, yeah. I'm the adult, I'm the grown up, I'm the parent. And yet I mm. still feel like that seven-year-old girl looking back at me with those big brown eyes. Like, yeah. It's really, really such a head fuck. I know. I not like I do it with the, obviously the time thing is a bit different, but I say to Axel, and this is, it's actually for me as well. I say to him, right, what's the worst thing that's going to happen if we're late? Yeah. What is the worst thing that's going to happen? And he'll say, and I'm like, and so then what will happen? And, you know, will we all still be okay? And will it, you know, and then I'm trying to like rationalize like with yeah. him, like for me as well. Um, and I just, I don't know. I really, I, I find it difficult because I think especially with, oh, there's no baddies here, right? But then you, you're told you shouldn't lie to them because then what happens if you got burgled one time and then they don't believe you? Well, that's what happened to us when we were growing up. Yeah, this and is what is, I mean. And that's where I think yeah. the fears come from. Exactly. To be honest with you, it's happened to me twice. Once oh in my, my family God. home in the UK and once in my family home in Kenya. Mm. So, I, so, but the thing is, is that I really need to, as the grown up, I really need to go and unpick that. Yeah. And I, if this is resonating with anybody, I'm wondering whether, you know, you've actually been to see somebody or you've, you know, you've had some hit with it. Like, I'd be really interested if anyone wants to reach out on, you know, into the DMs and kind of say, look, oh, I had this fear of X, Y, and Z, because lots of people have it about flying you know spiders whatever it is what do you do because as I get older it's becoming more and more apparent that this is a thing that is quite um ingrained in me and I also hate I hate feeling like this because Mm. your time alone or for example you know even if you are five or ten minutes late for something Georgia you need to be okay with the fact that what what is the worst that could happen exactly I know I know it's it's us as well it's like we have we've got to know how to deal with it before we can help them to deal with it I think that's probably the the right way and also you can kind of learn to deal with it together like Mm. I used to be scared of dogs now I knew that I couldn't be scared of dogs when I had kids so I bought a dog and got a dog to try and get over my fear (laughs) which is so ridiculous now I look back at it but now that's how we know yeah but that's yeah it is it's how we met (laughs) um and now I'm like right when you know if I see I still feel scared if I see a big dog in the park or something but I really try my best not to to show that fear but I guess yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I'm exactly the same as you. Do we think that our fears have got worse since we've had yes. children? Yes. Cause but then I you have to face them more. Was I was fearless before I had kids. I mean, yeah. I would do anything, bungee jumps, plane, would you know, you? jump out of a oh, pl- no, I've, I've done everything. Like I've done literally, you name it, I've done it. And now I'm a bit like, 
Oh, look, is, what, is that, is that, what's that? Is that some sort of nasty insect? It's like, it's just a leaf, but I'm just terrified. You know, like there are some fears that are coming up. So that's weird as well, isn't it? That is, do you know what? I've always been a hold the bags type of person. I'm not like a, I'm not an adrenaline junkie. I am firmly holding the coats in the bags and standing at hold the end the of the ride. person, I've never heard that. That's amazing. But that, I know, I have been, I know. so I don't know. Yeah, I do, I do think. I think you realise life is there is so much more value in life when you've had kids in a weird way like for me anyway Mm, like I feel mm. like it's not just me so my life is worth so much more now because if I'm not here or something happens to me it impacts other people whereas when it's just you okay yes your family and your loved ones of course but like it's different it's different when you've got somebody solely relying on you and and have you in the last since since your parenting journey began have you had anything that's come up that's felt so overwhelming like day to day like do you feel that you're able to kind of cope day to day with your parenting duties your work duties you know forget about those then the personal Mm. stuff that comes up for you is there anything that you're dealing with or coping with I kind of am one of those people just gets on and just deals with it and so there are definitely times where I feel completely overwhelmed and you know you've known the times I've probably come on here and spoken about it where I think oh my god like there's no room for me to cope you know deal with what my own stuff because I'm giving to everybody else yeah but I do think it's got to this point now and I don't know if it's when the kids start school or when you know when things quieten down slightly and I know they're going to come back around again that's the thing like I know they will that now I'm taking more time to you know think about myself a bit more and and what Mm. and what I need and what I need to deal with um I would say what like what what would you say I don't know whether it's the time of year but I find it I find the joy it feels quite heavy at the moment for me. Mm. Like I'm doing all the right things, going to bed early, eating well, like just got back from boxing, you know, trying to exercise, trying to get my work done, but I'm feeling a heaviness and I'm feeling the weight of it is quite enormous. And I don't know whether it's the lead up to Christmas or is it called like a, is it called like a kind, what's it called? It's that thing we always talk about. Oh, circadian rhythm. Yes, you know, during ca- the winter. Yes, circadian rhythm. Circadian yeah. rhythm. The, the, in the winter months, I find the darkness in the mornings really like t- it plays a big part on how I feel throughout the rest of the day. Does it? Um, because I'm such an outdoor person as well. Yeah. You know, when it's raining and when it's dark, that impacts me. But I'm also, I don't know, like I sometimes think, oh, is this it? Yeah, I know. No, I know what you mean. Is that okay to say? I think. Can I get off the wheel? I, I think. This yeah. Is like mm. what? What are we doing? Like why? Especially in the lead up to Christmas, you're right. We've set these expectations, and how on earth are we supposed to do it all? Like on, like yeah. seriously, like and, and it's silly things, isn't it? Because we control it, but definitely I, I agree with you around this time of year obviously work's super busy for us like you've got I think there are so many more social things going on your kids have so many more things to remember I'm just like, saying no to all of those yeah and I think you kind Can't of have to yeah you kind of have to do that but then I feel this immense pressure to like create this magical feeling for my kids at this time of year yes like have you got your tree yet no, but James is actually going to collect it tonight. We're going to get a fake one for the first time ever. 
Oh, ooh, nice. Where have you got that from? Oh, I don't know. Oh, just um, some like random store. Some, yeah, he's going to collect it. I don't know. It's, I think it, I don't know. It's, I think it's an all right one, but who knows? But I just, I, do you know why? Because I want to have it up for like the 1st of December. But if we have a real one, I have yeah. to do that later, don't I? So that's why we're doing it. Because I sort of feel like, oh, well, we're going to be at home a lot more, you know, in the lead up to Christmas. So I want it to feel magical for them. Um mm. But yeah, there's lots. I mean, you've got you're under so much like pressure with Christmas, right? Because you we're leaving you, in three weeks. Yeah, yes, I was going to say we're leaving in three like, weeks. I'm counting down the seconds. I'm literally oh so. Then God. part of me, like my pre-single, obviously, like we're so lucky we get to go and see my mum at Christmas. I get mm. to go home, be near my dad because he's obviously scattered over the cliffs, like on the in the house. Like I really feel, I really love everything about it. My sister's going with her husband and her stepson and like we're going to have a really lovely amazing family christmas this year which is gonna be great but we leave on the 17th so then part of me is like let's just do the elf on the shelf and let's not worry about a tree or let's not you know but then they're like you you absolutely can't because you've got to make it as magical and as special Mm. as possible so yeah yeah, we're sort of having all those conversations i mean luna's saying to me like when are we going to decorate the whole house with christmas stuff and i'm like i know um when we get to Kenya, we'll do it there. I don't know. I don't know. It's just a, also. Yeah, I'm not lot. being funny, but all of this stuff costs so much money as well. Oh my like, god! I really remember. I, re- I remember it so well. The feeling of coming home from school and the Christmas tree being on, and I just mm. loved that feeling. Like walking into yeah, a lovely warm house, and I can still feel it now. Like I, I don't know mm. what my parents did, but I felt the whole of December, I just had this lovely feeling in my body. I just Agreed. loved it. And so I'm trying to recreate that. But I think it's almost like excelled now. Like everyone's got mm. decorations on the outside of their houses and wreaths and flipping garlands and like all of this. And I'm like, oh God, is that what you have to do to create that feeling? Like you, that no, lovely feeling. You've got to get a, a bow door. Bloody door bow. Oh yeah, yeah door bow, that's it. Door bow, that's what everyone has. I mean, I, I can't, I can't succumb I think, to that. I think if you're feeling it like we are, I think we should all say this to ourselves that we can only do our best. Yeah, and we can. whatever your best looks like, it's not what your neighbour's done. It's no. not what your friends are doing. It's not what you see on social media. It's what you can do. And your best is good enough. And exactly. I think I'm saying that to myself as well, that I've got three weeks now to get everything sorted which is enough time and obviously we've got everything going on with careers and we've got everything else and blah blah blah, blah. but it's but it but not to try and get too you know D- over yes. the top with it all because you know what exactly. like you said the money side of it the pressure that we put on ourselves actually let's enjoy it because our kids are only little for a I certain know. amount of time and we do I have know. to make it as magic as possible whatever that looks like in your world exactly and I think sometimes the the things that you remember the most are you know sitting in making a hot chocolate sitting down having 10 minute chat together on the sofa like that is the love like that's the kind of stuff we can do that will create that feeling and not Mm. you know not cost the earth and take up loads of time and make us stress um yeah I mean completely separate from the Christmas chat but it is something that I I've written down that I actually wanted to talk to you about personally but I might as well just talk about it on here because I think it's something that might come up for you know people listening and I think it was a big it made me realize that you know we talk so much about how we can bring our kids up to be the best that they can be and all of that and then suddenly you realize you're not their only influence and Mm. they have outside influences and it it really it took me back actually Axel came home from school on Friday and he said to me 
oh mum um someone at school was doing this joke today and he's told you to put your hand up so like it's almost like you're going to wave and then flap it down and then flap it down again and he went you're gay oh wow and I was like what and I was like right hang on sorry you know I was only half listening and I went right okay like we need like this is actually something we need to talk about and his the fear in his face like he obviously had no idea like what the word meant just that that was wrong he was almost just telling me another boy at school had done it to another boy and he was just telling me and I said right okay and you know when your heart sinks and you're like right this is actually this is is one of those moments I've actually got to just stop what I'm doing and address what's going on here I can't just leave it so I said right first off what happened like was the person upset who who they said that to and he's like no 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 he wasn't upset da, da, da. and I said well if someone says that to you just go yeah and so what and he looked mm. at me like what so then I explained to him I was like do you know what that means and he said no and I said to him oh no, like mommy's right, best yeah. friend Simon you know like he would never marry a, a lady like da, da, da. anyway I was just explaining to him like that and he was like all right yeah and I was like so is that a bad thing and he was like no and I was like well this that person is making fun of somebody else for that. And he mm. went, right, okay. And I was like, and that's not, that's really not nice. Like, it's really horrible to do that. He was like, right, okay. And I was like, gay is not a bad word. It's not, it's not a bad word. It's a good word. But if you say it in that way and you're saying it to be mean to someone, it is bad. He was like, right, okay. And I said, and there'll be people oh, well in your done, class. George. And yeah. I was like, just explain to him. I was like, there'll be people in your class, you know, when they grow up, that's what they'll do and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, right, okay. But you know, when you're suddenly like, oh God, like there's me thinking that we're, you know, just bring them up to be great humans, but then there are other influences. And then I thought, right, what do I do? Do I email the teacher? Um, and mm. I haven't done this yet, but I think I'm going to. And not to be cross because I don't think it's, it's not her fault, is it, at all? But I do think that she needs to be aware that this is happening, like, at yeah. this age, at that's school. A, 100% that's the right thing to do, George. I would, I would, if it was me, I would email the teacher and just say, look, this is what happened, this is what was said, you know, can you please have a conversation with them and just reiter- mm. reiterate, in the, you know, in the classroom, have the conversations that it, when you're using it like that, it's a derogatory term and it's not and it's not what it's not what we want to be you know our kids to be repeating because you know bless him I love the fact that Axel was like no I don't know you know they're so little Mm, they They don't don't even know what they were you know whoever said it would have heard that word and just gone oh well Mm. I'm just going to say it and repeat it without having an understanding on the impacts but this is why you know this age and the role that we have is so important because we can make those changes and have the conversation so yeah I wouldn't be like I don't want your heart to sink obviously it's not great because you never want any of your kids to say anything but he doesn't know what it means no of course he doesn't no but you know when it's just like that realization of like oh okay we're here and I really need to get this right yeah. <laughs> to get this right yeah. and I've actually got to do something yeah. about it um but yeah anyway I thought I'd share that yeah no it's good and actually again if anyone's got any I maybe suggestions or advice on how to handle those big conversations we always love having them uh, Georgia yeah. we've been nattering for 35 minutes we so have. we need to say goodbye um well I feel like that 
kind of brings us to a really nice end and like what a lovely conversation it's been always it's so lovely just catching up and, and chatting and I feel like you know you guys that are listening are here with us so please please drop us a message about anything that we might have spoken about today that you feel passionate about and as always we'd love you to rate review subscribe subscribe I can never say it right <laughs> and please give the podcast a little follow that would be amazing yeah and we also love to see where and how you're listening like are you walk, are you walking with the buggy listening are you listening when you're in the gym tag us on Instagram on at Made by Mummers and spread the Made by Mummers message and we'll be back on Friday Made by Mummers is an insanity podcast production and today's episode was produced by the lovely Charlotte Mason Insanity Group Small details are big surfaces tight corners are odd shapes flat rounded textured or tall whatever your next project there's a spray paint pattern that's just right because Rustoleum's new custom spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks crannies edges and curves without worrying about drips runs uneven coverage or anything else custom spray 5-in-1 only from Rustoleum ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.